Hey everybody, you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me as always is the Mr. Kimpy. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's happening, man? Living life, living life, man. Got the got the deltas kick in. No, yeah. Got, uh, <laughs> <laughs> got those new eight kicks, dude. You're I right. asked what time we're gonna do this at, and you're like, I'm at a buffet. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> like, I don't know what kind of time frame that is, dude. I'm like, so is that like 7 p.m. or something? It's you're after, like, after yeah. buffet, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever you know. Uh, true as the moon is uh, arrow shoots with the crow cocks twice, dude. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean, bro? Yeah, I guess just a little country wisdom for you. Just a little country wisdom. You were ready. You were ready. Yeah, <laughs> I've just been trying to learn to program this whole time. I've been sitting around messing with list all day. Uh, and that has been terrible. Like I've been yeah. just yeah. boring or just not liking the amount of work or what's, what's going on. Like, I'm not sure if what I'm doing is wrong or if it's just problems with unity type of thing. Cause like some things will work and then they'll just break randomly and it was working fine before and I'd changed nothing and it'll get it'll like poop out some air, and I'm like, "What the fuck? You guys didn't give me this air before?" And then I'll like look it up online, and like nobody else has this problem. I'm like, is this just a bug? So like, you know, I'll save, I'll start, uh, restart the whole thing, and like, then it'll work again, or like I'll Control Z back like a couple of steps, and it's working fine again. So you know, it's uh, interesting. I, I run. Are you like using like a guide or something? As no well, man, I'm just playing fast and loose. Okay, okay. I've had it to the point where I've used a guide for something before, and uh, I was and instead of just writing out the code snippets, right? I'm like, ah, fuck it. It's on the scale. Let's copy and paste it, right? And one time I had a project that just would not fucking compile, no matter what. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this? It's all the same, you know. I was like, I literally copy pasted yeah. it because I'm not. I, I don't like reinventing the wheel. And then it's I was like, okay, now. fuck it. I, I will. I will just type this shit out. And I typed yeah. it out and it worked fine. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, was it wrong in the tutorial? You know, and then I'm looking at the tutorial and like no one is having this issue. And I'm like, am I an idiot? Like, what, what the fuck? Did everyone like, else just, just figure it out? Control C, control V wrong? Like what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, dude, I, I typed I, out this code this one time uh, yeah. and it like shot out like 16 errors. And I was like, all right, bet. So I retyped it out. And I got like five errors. <laughs> and it's like exactly the same. I'm like, did I miss like a semicolon somewhere? A semicolon like, a, yeah, something. Or, like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm still missing it somewhere else. I'm like, this is very defeating, very humbling. <laughs> like, yep. 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 So uh, one one time, or so just this these past couple of days, I, I shared with you, you, you took a, a shorter day on uh, a couple days ago for work. Um, and I was working my ass off on like 40 different projects at once. Yeah, man. Um, one of the things was putting uh, Linux on my parents' Chromebook so that it could be like a normal laptop. Right. And uh, yeah. so I was doing that and, and, it both was, worlds. and it was fine. Um, I just had to get like some drivers, like using like app, like pseudo app, get or whatever yeah. to get it. And, and that was fine. But like, when I did the firmware update, like the custom firmware for their PC, 
like the firmware thing wasn't working like what the fuck is wrong with me i was like this code's fine and it turns out like when i was typing on on that small chromebook keyboard uh where the semicolon was and where the l was was like further away than i realized because you know i don't look what i'm typing yep and i'm looking i'm like oh every single time that this wasn't working i was putting an l instead of a semicolon like well fuck me (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like it's Uh, it's something there's a lot of ls and stuff too man oh yeah yeah, yeah, like that like an it seems like caps matters sometimes with that as well, at least on that distro that I was using. And it was just like, the fuck, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pissing man. me off. But, you know, this, it's all set uh, up now and they're fine. But <laughs> I've been getting better at just everything now I do. Like for spaces, I underscore, I capitalize every first word now uh, for everything. Everything's capitalized, but not like just the first letters capitalized, underscore everything underneath, dude. Like, I'm very. I'm getting very unified on the, in the way I do things. I'm color coding things. Parsing th- yeah, yeah, that yeah, helps dude. a lot. Commenting like it's wild. I, I haven't say, been doing too much programming though. I can the say that. main thing. Do you, do you program your uh, like like controller input systems and stuff, or do you do you just use like the built-in shit? Uh, I've been programming it. Okay. Right now, but there's like the input systems so you can like. It makes it more universal. So, like, instead of plugging things in spaghetti code-wise there, you, like, have, like, another drop-down spaghetti code thing that okay. you have a nicer interface into. So it's all the okay. same, though. But, like, been working. You're sure. like, you have, like, action button, and then, like, that's what you plug in. But that action button, like, has basically, like, a spreadsheet, like, that you can open up somewhere else and be like, everything I want to, you know, invoke yeah. the action, like, if it wants to be, like, space or an A button or... Uh, you know, like if I use in the Oculus, I can use that controller or whatever sure. else. I can set like you know any kind of universal controls, man. Gotcha. It's the gotcha. future. Mobile controls, dude. Gotcha. So for um a lot of the platformers that I've made, I have three separate like kind of input controllers that I that I've liked that I've reused. Um, so like like ledge like forgiveness, right? Right, like ledge forgiveness was built into one that where I'm like, okay, I like this, or or double jump timing was built in, and I really liked how that felt, so that was there. Um, there was one game that I've, I, I would I re- just found the uh, uh, design document that I made for it, where it dealt with uh, like d- different gravity shifts, so like, but it was based on the player. So yeah. if you jumped, the gravity was low. If you press jump again, gravity's super heavy. So you could just really, not not quite like VVV, VVV, you know, but uh, yeah. something. But have some control over that. the float. Yeah, yeah. So it was a little. Everything was very crunchy. So Almost like, like when a, you slide uh, on the ground, it popped. Mario sixty four, you know. Sure, sure. <laughs> Where like he has like the, the pound the metal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like that, but it was it was meant to just like everything around the character was like you had gravity. So like enemies would, you know, come to you, you'd, you'd affect it. You'd affect, there'd be puzzles that were just gravity, like little gravity puzzles where you had to go back and forth. And was based on your, the radius from the character. So that, that was a fun one, but I, I liked it in concept, but I didn't have a true full game idea around it. You know, bro, I'm having the opposite problem where okay. uh, I was, wor- I've been working on that card game. Right. So I was like, all right, I finished yes. up. The VR mission experience. Uh, I think I'm going to put that out on itch at some point. Uh, but from that, I was like, all right, I need something just kind of like fun, like a palette cleanser, something simple. Uh, so I started building out like this See, card game. A, a roguelike <laughs> card game based. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but like it, it's it's more about just learning like a new thing. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn how to finally trying to learn like arrays and lists and uh, scriptable objects or whatever. It's it's things I don't know. It's, it's venturing into yeah. the unknown, mental challenges, gymnastics, if you will. Anyway, I get the cards up and running or whatever, and I have it on a play field, and uh, I put down the card, and at some point, like I was just like messing around. I was like, what if? I could control this like a point and click game, like a top down, like so the card actually moves. Uh, and so like I started building out like that. And so I have that like where like you move the card around on the board, like almost like a MOBA, like League of Legends almost, like sure. where you could you control the card like a League of Legends character. And I was like, yeah, this is okay. And then I was like, I don't know if this is going to feel good or be fun to play, <laughs> but I have to build so much more like before yeah. I can tell that. And like, yeah. it's such an awkward position. Oh man, let me let me touch on this for a second, man. Because I I've when I was uh, when we first started the pod, I was kind of in a in a creative block, right? So yeah. uh, like whenever I started something, I just couldn't find the fun in it, so I'd scrap it. There there is one particular project. It's not the one I just said, but it's a. Uh, do you remember our? We did a game jam a f- years ago, um, Professor's Old House, where uh, we were making like small dungeon crawlers. Um, professor was making like the drunk guy like tilting and i I had an idea of making a dungeon crawler where it was a phone game where you actually shook your phone for dice you know so so i got that part working got the dice part working and then when it came time for the combat i'm just like Oh yeah, dude. I think maybe I discouraged you because I was like, "You're gonna throw your phone across the room, bro. You're gonna." Break you did it. say that. You I was like, "People are gonna smash I, their phones, dude." Do you remember I had like the like how hard you had to shake your phone like really high so yeah. you really had to fucking. <laughs> you were like, "Guys, check this out." I was like, "Nobody's gonna want to play that, bro. You're gonna break your phone." And you're like, "No, nah, dude. I'm an adult. This is fine." And then like you kind of looked at it, you're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Walked away. It's true. It's true. I mean, I mean, I made it a lot more you know responsive and yeah. then but then after i did that like we all went home and i was looking at it i was working on it for a little bit more and i got to the point where it was time to make like combat encounters and stuff and i'm like huh <laughs> it just it just felt tedious at that point and maybe yeah. i'll go back to it because i still like the the physical idea of actually like shaking your phone to throw dice it's better i feel it's better than tapping or like tapping dragging um i think that having a turn-based combat system would work and i thought since now i've been playing a lot of turn-based strategy games and i've been enjoying the fuck out of out of uh oh my god why is it <sighs> i'm just gonna let this breathe man it just it just re- yeah just let it breathe just let it's me, just uh, like a struggle. like a wet fart dude <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. just let it just let it hang out there i was playing oh. uh, uh I was playing a lot of. It's literally on my Steam, like right here. <laughs> looking at me, yeah. I just been playing. Uh, I'm thinking about so playing it right now. You've been playing, playing it while we're talking it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was playing a lot of Pit People, and that game is so much fun. And it really strikes a balance between the old grit hex-based turn-based strategy and like a little modernization as well. So I thought of yeah. using that, but streamlining it and making it making the combat just really snappy. Like um, I'm stealing your idea from your uh, dice game where you nice. could have different m- multiple dice and stuff. I was going to make that pickups and you could use that a special die and stuff like that yeah, and then man. go through it. So once I'm done with this auto runner, I'm going to go back to this uh, dice game and just try and knock something out. Maybe like a good 10, 15 minute experience of a game, you know, where you're just like, boom, <laughs> you know, a quick yeah, little man. story. That's, so. uh, that's what I do. I know like 
you play a lot of board games and stuff too. So I, I feel like you I used have to some yeah. Ex- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. If most of my concept was like basically stealing from like uh, Munchkins and then like Pokemon. I was like, what if I just throw those together real quick? Yeah. It was alright. I was like, give it a little couple roguelike elements or whatever, and this is be a fun yeah. little experiment. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you do with that, man. It's uh you might come back to it. You might break your phone at some point. <laughs> Did you actually get with any how more? my phone has been the last couple of days? I'm about to break it anyway. So it's a dude, good I time. finally smashed my phone, dude. No shit. Yeah, no shit. What <laughs> you just got? Yeah, dude. The one like the, my new phone. Like after years of being like having yeah. a, I was early on smartphone technology, dude. So I've, yep. twenty yep. plus years of having a smartphone, never cracked it. Always mocked everybody else who had yep. a like because yep. everyone just has like yeah. And then I was like, I don't need a case. I'm an adult. I'm not going to drop this thing. Uh, and then, like, I took it out of my pocket, and it was, like, a hot day, so there's, like, some sweat on my hands. And that thing just, like, went like a bean toss, dude. Like, I tossed it, like, in the air. <laughs> and it just, like, went, like, flying. It was, like, only street, so it just smashes on asphalt. And I'm like, yep. I just, like, picked it up. I didn't even look at it. I just put it back in my pocket. <laughs> and I was like, all right, yeah, I got to deal with this later. But, yeah. Yep, yep. Replace the screen. screen. And all that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I ordered, like, a kit. It was only, like, 40 bucks so yeah it's actually if you have any technical know-how or if you don't because tutorials are really nice online but if, if you have any just you know confidence in fixing your own shit it's relatively cheap to do it yeah and yeah i've, I've fixed like everyone's all my family's phones for quite some time to the point where i don't do it anymore because they, they were just using me as a crutch you know yeah. i'm like like my dad is the worst proponent of this because my my dad does uh, drain cleaning and stuff, so he's you know yeah. he's you know doing gotta use the flashlight on there. Yep, pictures, yep, exactly, everything. Exactly. It's a so, utility. Um, it's a work tool, dude. Yep, yep. So uh, he has an OtterBox now, but before he did, he would just use me to fix his phone. Um, so he'd like just drop it, smash it, or whatever. Is you know, and I'm like, what the fuck? One day I fixed it. <laughs> he came back like the night of. I was already like in bed, and he's like, hey. Uh, I woke up to a text like, hey, I put my phone in your mailbox. Uh, I broke it. Can you fix that again? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> just like, do this? The same fucking day. It's like, no. No way in hell. Get a fucking yeah. outer box and just stop this. So, it's time to stop. I mean, you know, it's one of those things, too, where, he, you know, he's, he works with it. He has flashlights. And she has, like, halogen flashlights. But yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes you need to, like, record while you're doing shit, you know, just yeah. so you can actually see in there and show other, you know. So I get it. I get it, but it just pisses me off. So now I only fix my own shit. Like I, I just did yeah. the, the Linux laptop for him because it's been years since I've done anything for him. So I'm like, all right, this is your one. But yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I chose specifically to put Linux on the laptop so like shit couldn't break, you know, or they couldn't yeah. get a virus, you know, or you know, the chance of virus is much lower. So I'm like, okay, you're going Goes Linux, way down. Doing that. Yeah, and they've been all, already been using like LibreOffice and stuff like that. So it's programs yeah. they know, so it works out. So I, digging, I, I anyone out there with older parents um, that still want technology, put but Linux on it. fixing their shit, put Linux on it and give them Linux. There <laughs> you go. I will say I'm, I'm impressed by Linux's uh, printer driver support, dude. Uh, they have like an older printer and that shit just plugged in and worked right away. I had to do nothing. It was just like print. Like, the fuck? I so, always try to go back to Linux like every four or five years. And there's yeah. always like one driver that I need that they don't have. And I Use like a bunch of weird old specialty software too that only yeah. has like uh, Windows support and the, yep. the Windows emulation wasn't quite where it needed to be, but it's gotten way better. Uh, so I don't sure. know. I might I might try again in like a year or two. I'd say just as primarily as a person who likes playing games, 
uh, it's still not, there's no way I'm going to daily drive it. You know, it just, there's too much of of a workaround to do it. And this is someone who has a Steam Deck and absolutely loves it, but I wouldn't put Linux on my personal computer as of this point. It's just, it's just from a pure usability standpoint. Do I have the technical know-how to tinker with things and get it to work? Probably. Um, Everybody I know always ends up dual booting. Everyone who's like, oh, I'm just switching to Linux, bro. Uh, They always end up dual booting or like switching back. To Uh, be fair, (laughs) Professor drives Linux 99% of the time. I I am the one who forced him to dual boot because of wanting to play Valorant. (laughs) (laughs) I want to play real video games, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it was Valorant and uh, Halo without because with the anti cheat, it doesn't work on Linux. So Valorant and Halo, and he's like, "All right, fine, fuck you." So he has a very small partition. The Forge Hammer dropping for Halo, dude. Too little, too late, man. I think that yeah, uh, you don't like it. I've I've been seeing some crazy stuff. I think it'll be great once it comes out. Um, I think that some of the great stuff I've been seeing, dude, has been looking nuts, dude. Yeah, someone remade PT, the Silent Hills uh, demo that was very popular and, and. famously taken off of the playstation store um someone remade that in forge which is someone made a tiny banshee yes uh seeing the (laughs) scripting engine within the new forge is actually incredible um and i probably will jump into it so you i think you know this but you might not know the full context of it but um and any video game with like built-in level design tools um i always remake two maps uh, one okay. is Dwango Five Map One from uh, a Doom game. It was from Doom Two. Uh, it was it's one of my favorite like dueling maps of all time, and I will remake that and everything until the end of time. And the second one is Rat Race from the original Halo. Now you know other people typically will remake these Halo maps and stuff. I've went to the point on uh, Halo Three um, when with remaking Rat Race to the point where. Uh, um, I had an Xbox in front of, like, next to me, and a you know a 360 next to me, and I pl- did one to one recreation of it, including the exact same time to like move to hit a wall and all that shit. I went super in depth with it, and uh, and it took four maybe five weeks to get it perfect, okay. and then uh, someone undercut me and remade Rat Race as well in there and yeah. it was like just as good if not better than mine i'm like well fuck you, <laughs> you know, before i put <laughs> like, it on well, some of us got jobs bro this yeah is bullshit. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly so um yeah, i've been hearing that, that again and uh, on the but the map making community bro mm-hmm. they've been if all can, they all say four to five weeks to like build out like a basic map to, so, to be yeah. a, a map that's usable because and then I, I would make some custom like multiplayer maps and and my multiplayer map design like ideal i i design things with like an arena shooter mindset in mind so i will have um i'll probably i typically will have like a, a kill box jump pads um you know i'm a big big fan of jump pads um and there i think verticality in a stage is good but i also think that verticality should be should be in a kill box as well so you're fighting over it and that kill box is goes vertical as well you know so i, I, I think how do you feel about split gate dude I like it, but I think that it, uh, I think it squandered its own potential by following what Halo did too closely. Yeah, uh, look, just I think just look wise, right? Just like the look, the armaments and like the 
Yeah, yeah. The world design. Because I, I knew when, when uh, whenever uh, Infinite launched, it would just take its launch, and that's exactly what happened. You know, yeah. I think it. I think it did a really good thing of going uh, free to play, and it's cross platform, and it's fully cross play as well across everything that it's on. Um, I dislike that they that their grenade. The only thing their grenades are used for is to close the portals. Um, yeah. You can't chuck a grenade through and blow somebody up, which I thought would be a better gameplay thing. I think that closing the portals is another thing that should be like a separate equipment thing and not I don't even like the portals because like when you're a multiplayer they could only show one way through like you can see if other people are even like actively using certain portals so it was that weird worked for a multiplayer standpoint though because it was since it was since it was one way you could you could use it as a sniping point so you're on one end of the map you put a portal over only yeah. you can see through that to yeah to but shoot then somebody. like everyone we just ended up with like a bunch of portal looking people dude like that was it portal peepers dude that was <laughs> they should rename Splitgate to portal peepers that's why dude. i thought that that having grenades being able to throw through those portals would have would have tendered that you know because yeah you know, I, I think that when we played it when we did because how many people we have we had like 10 people playing right maybe yeah, more? We had like two three full groups of people yeah at one we had point. a full squad of Splitgate doing custom games for hours yeah, like i had, a, I had fun with it. i had ten, i had really i had a lot of fun with it I just think that yeah. the map design for it, I think the portals added too much, too big of a layer to really make a lot of the maps worthwhile. Some of them were felt a little cramped, and some of them felt too open. You know, there's no yeah. real nice medium, medium, mid mid ground. So there's like um, one or two maps that were like the sweet spot. Yeah, uh, but like yeah. it was like they, again, like stealing all the DNA from Halo was like, oh, you gotta like randomize maps every round, or you have to vote on like what map we're all going to next. And it's like, all right, this is less fun. Like, it'd, it'd be nice if you could like have like a map rotation that you want or whatever. Like, like, full rotation. Yeah. 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 That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I, I, I think that uh Splitgate has, it, it's going to be one of those games that um, is oozing with potential, but unrealized potential. Um, I, I wish the devs all the best. I, like I said, I don't think it's a bad game. I just think that uh, it's, I don't want to say it feels generic because it doesn't, but it also does at the same time. You know what I mean? It's just it doesn't it doesn't click for whatever reason. There's just it just doesn't feel just right. You know? Yeah, I, I don't it's, know. it's I don't missing know its own identity. Saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, it's it, like when if you, I, you ever look <laughs> in a crowd, right, and someone goes, "Hey, did you see that guy?" And you're like, "No, this is the most most plainest looking person ever." Right? They could have they blended in. It's perfectly. very generic. Yeah, that's kind of what Splitgate is. So. It's the perfect generic middle uh, yeah, it's oatmeal. Yeah. It's it unflavored has a oatmeal. Generic, generic base, like base, but it has a very generic presentation. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, I don't know. Like maybe if they made like some sort of map creator, like their own forge tool or something, they could. But then they're copying Halo. Yeah. More. I mean that's you're fine. Damned if like, you do, I, damned if you don't. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do it, you might as well just go dude, all the way, you know. Someone on Forge is gonna make Splitgate in Halo, and Halo <laughs> play feels better. So it's just gonna you're just gonna play that in within Infinite. Well, Halo's gunplay's just become more Call of Duty esque, like though, right over time. It's been, no, it's been better. It, it, Infinite yeah. feels like its own thing. I, uh, Halo Four felt like it was trying to be Call of Duty, but it's been it, it's still Infinite feels like Halo. Um, you know, I I, I, I feel like Halo's suffering from the same problem where it's coming off almost like it's its own generic shooter at this point in its lifespan as well. They them going free to play was a double was a double edged sword that's kind of, that they're kind of falling on because 
they had the idea to go free to play, which is great, but they don't have the free to play business acumen to actually do it properly. Uh, yeah. The the speed in which, which they're I creating think is maps nice. is nil to zero, and but it doesn't have as much gotcha bullshit in it yet but they've been keep adding like they kind of had like the problem of like we're gonna have this battle pass and it was like a terrible battle pass <laughs> so everyone was like this battle like people want to give you money like just let me give you money and give me cool shit and they're like nah dude like you have to play like three thousand hours of this game to get the cool shit it's like bro you're charging me 40 bucks for this what the hell <laughs> they're like awesome. that's part of the fun yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um its problem is not having modes that every the problem is it, you come to expect from certain things from halo and the fact yeah. that infinite was very bare bones it didn't have standard deathmatch dude on launch yeah. what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um uh two three big team battle maps uh one one flag map uh the maps where capture the flag was there were two maps and only one of them really worked um just the it, it suffered because halo is defined by how big of a sandbox it is and you could just throw a bunch of people in a bunch of different game modes out and like nine times out of ten it's going to be fun as shit and the yeah. problem is their maps aren't designed that way and we had the most fun pre-launch when it was us and the boys co-op and split screen on the tv like yeah. when we're all out in uh, wisconsin and then yep. i'd like the launch party over here at uh, my house where I uh, got the mm -hmm. Xbox S and like we had, you know, 10, 12 dudes just drinking brews, playing yeah. Halo and Gears, dude. That was great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, it still shines. Still that shines. Was, that local. was the Master Chief collection and that was uh, Gears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. man. Uh, it's facts. So, you can't go back. Is that. So eventually. I think more people are playing Master Chief collections than Infinite still, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Tell you something. Um, so, what, like I said, like we gave Infinite a very good review score um, for ourselves. We actually recommended it and it was one of our most yeah. played games of last year, which I still stand by. But the game positioned itself in a need to constantly evolve by being a free to play, like, you know, type of yeah. like game, live service game. It, it came out embryonic, <laughs> it yes. came out like not even fully developed, and the tooling isn't there for it to be like fast enough to keep up with like con like a, a monthly or weekly content uh drip yeah. that a free to play a game is uh but i'm like if you're just looking for like base halo it's you know if you got game pass it's there and that's all yep. right yep exactly uh, um but you know I'll, you gotta, need, you gotta have a quick. reason nobody nobody's like let's all boot up halo boys exactly nobody exactly <laughs> Um, so you did want to touch on before we get into the meat of today's episode, which is, uh, the anti-cheat and gaming tutorials and things like that, um, is you wanted me to touch on my experience with the Halo TV show. Oh um, yeah, dude. We're already this deep, dude, in the Halo territory. Two, You've been burning up, dude. <laughs> two good episodes. Okay. In a nine episode season one. Uh, and those two good episodes would not be a good episode in any other show. Um, hey. This thing set the bar just so <laughs> fucking low that yeah. the fact that I wasn't um, like bored to tears by two episodes was a positive. Um, how in the fuck are you going to spend all of this money? It's the most it's the most expensive show on television right now, and hey. it's the most expensive show on any streaming Does platform. Does it look I like believe. it? No, 
No, Damn. it doesn't. The CG for the fucking aliens are, is fucking terrible. How in the fuck does it look is worse that? than the game? So Neil Blomkamp, right, made like uh, a Halo like like proof of concept that looked a billion times better than this fucking a decade ago. Dude, yeah, there's and, been a ton of fun fan made like yeah, the fan Halo made shit looks better shows. too, dude. It, it, they get, there was. And, there's like a Super Bowl ad that they had that looks yeah. better. Than like- the biggest thing about why the Halo TV show does not work and why the games work, why the books work, why the fucking spin-off series work is all of these other properties get what Halo is. They get what makes Halo interesting and and they get what fans like about Halo but they expand upon it with its own like special sauce, right? Um, the okay. TV what's show. It, what's it about, dude? What's the core Halo about? Spaceman <laughs> doing space things. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let me tell you what the TV show does not get. The TV show. Uh, why in the fuck is the Master Chief taking his helmet off every five seconds? Uh, why the like? It's it's explicitly stated in the books in the shows that the Spartans feel more comfortable with their helmets on because that feels like them. You know, that's yeah. how they feel you know like so that strike one there because the dude's always catch a bullet also, dude let's keep the yeah. helmet on all times you're in a war zone the the espionage uh aspect of the show with uh uh oni and the you know the space marine force being like shady as fuck like it was touched upon in the games and even more so in the uh reclaimer series that 343 produced that shit's boring as fuck i don't give a <laughs> shit about that and no one does because it's not interesting at no point they made any of this shit interesting like halsey being a piece of shit who who you know is only at it for her own ends and for the fate of the universe but also her being kind of known as like the reed richards of that universe being the smartest person in the fucking room at, like at a all god time. complex situation yeah 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 they ex- exactly exactly she should have had a god complex she should be this morally ambiguous character but also she should show true caring for the chief right yeah. she doesn't give a fuck dude she only cares about herself in this and she's irredeemable in the show uh cortana not looking like the game is actually the stupidest thing ever all right so uh, i heard she fucking weekends at bernie's master chief uh, this body at the end of this. Is this true? It's fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Which isn't a thing. Which isn't a thing. <laughs> they, I, they, they they don't, I, I feel like the show was made by people who like looked at it and go, oh, he's a robot, right? And then when they found out he was a robot, they're like, shit, we got all this robot shit we wrote. Ah, fuck it. We'll make him a robot at the end. It's fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> and, and the thing is, then they had like the secondary character who was like the second protagonist, uh, the girl from like the, in the first episode who her, you know, city or village or whatever hell the hell got destroyed and why i don't need to know this person ever uh, she doesn't matter she didn't matter in the greater scheme of things she didn't matter in the show half the time that she was on the screen and like there was one episode where the chief was in there for probably 10 minutes and it was all about this bitch like no one cares like it, it, no point no point in living dude does she help and, out is she like an awesome warrior does she have secret space nope. coordinates does- nope is her like DNA like the key nope. to winning? Is, nope. uh, is the village like a strong point that like Not strategic? At all. The village didn't matter. <laughs> all right, then. she's just there. All right, yeah. It it just the show had no reason to exist, and the fact that they're they're going before the ring is fine. If you right? guys, if, if somebody made like a uh, 
Jar Jar Binks style edit and they just removed every scene with like this lady. Would you could you tell? Yeah, you could tell. Um because something's missing focused on her completely. But Yeah, but uh, you just like deleted the entire episode type of thing. Like you just Yeah, yeah. No, because the show would still be boring as fuck. The problem <laughs> is Halo the... is exciting and that yeah. show is anything but. There's no there okay, two episodes to the point where I was like excited to see what happened next. The other side like I wasted nine hours of my life watching that show. Saw a mystery intrigue. Is there like big no. massive war theaters uh, where uh the chief finding the uh alien artifacts was just a Deus Ex Machina plot device to get out of things. It's like, oh he the UNSC That's has whatever they need. In, a, in a ship. Oh no, he the fucking alien device explodes and, and EMPs all their shit, so now he can get out safely. And every time something like that happens where he's in a magical moment, it's a wizard magic helps. That's not how science works. It's, it's not writing, wizardry. Dude. It's bad writing. Do they think he's a space robot wizard? Is that they think he's a space <laughs> robot Jesus, man? Like it's right. stupid. It's fucking stupid. And that's the problem. Like whenever and comics used to have the same problem too, dude. Whenever Hollywood got a, a hold of a comic property, they just dumbed it down and they were like, It's a comic movie, who cares? It doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> Games yeah. are not the same, dude. Game like Halo makes sense and like no one's respecting it and it's it's shitty um we we need a like the sonic the hedgehog movie right those work because they respect the medium that it came from you know this the the halo tv show has some things from the games where you're like okay that's from the game that's pretty cool it's a little call, callback but that was more fan service and not respecting of where it came from so yeah Hopefully the second season does it justice because I know it's going to get one because it's too expensive to produce. And is, I think they're locked in for three. But can you turn the ship around at this point? Do you think is there still room with the showrunners right now? Probably not. But as I said, um, this about the last Star if, Wars movie if they're that on came the out. Ring, I think if they get to the ring and he focus. Oh yeah, then like the Covenant had uh, had a human that was kind of leading them to with the prophets. This is fucking stupid, dude. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Where did they find a human? <laughs> it was dumb, dude. It was dumb. All That's right. all I can say. I can't. Didn't Master Chief die though. Like he's like a zombie right now, right? Cortana's just like puppeting around his like it's, flesh body. It's like a weekend not, at Bernie situation. He's not dead. It's a. He's got like, some sunglasses on and a newspaper and a hat, plot, dude. It's it's. It's fucking whatever plot. Is he going to get EMP back to life? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So stupid. This is absolutely so stupid, dude. He's going to, they're going to put him in a bucket of goo. Like he's going to be, he's going to go into some sort of goo and come out and he's like, so, he's alive again. So here's the thing. Space Resident goo. Evil also had a TV show come out with, uh, on Netflix with, uh, was that Lance Reddick as, uh, as Wesker. Which yeah. people are all like, oh, a black guy is Wesker. What the fuck? Right? I'm like, who gives a shit? Right? That's fine. Yeah. Um, but the problem is the show was bad. <laughs> this is the only it, good it thing about so the fucking, show. He was the only good thing about it, dude. And the uh, thing with the Halo TV show is there was nothing good about it. Like, like the Master Chief was not the good thing about the show. The like Pablo Schreiber, I could tell that he really wanted the role. I could tell that he was excited about it, yeah. but he was given nothing of substance to do with it. So, like everything I've heard show, about this show is like mm -hmm. nobody's actually bashing any of the actors. They're like they they're only as good as the material they're given. Yep. And like there's the no good. Crap. Yeah, everyone's like we can't even tell. Like we're sure they're fine actors, but not with this material. <laughs> like not with this, not with what they're given. You know, can only do so much. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'll get a second season. It'll be who gives a shit. The Resident Evil show on Netflix. God, I hope that doesn't get a second season because that was really fucking bad and had no point of existing. Uh, but they can turn it around, thing. though, right? That's what you're saying. There's, there's hope. It's the Halo one. If they're, if they're yeah. on the ring or they deal with like the true fall of Reach, um, I, I actually am against the Halo shows actually portraying the Master Chief. I actually thought it'd be better if he was followed a different Spartan squad and then had the Chief come in. You know, because I think yeah. I think I think the smart thing to do with movies and and like TV adaptions of Halo is to avoid what players have played through because they already know that story. I think yeah. doing doing it from someone else's perspective and then maybe having the player character that they all know and love come in, be the biggest badass in the fucking room that people want to see, but let your own characters do something because i i thought a halo show would work great um like if if we talk about pre uh, reclaimers trilogy um uh, like up to like the fall of reach right like having that team be one of the spartans that died on reach but fighting for the planet um uh, if we do the reclaimer trilogy have it be someone who survived reach survived the ring right get met up with the unsc again and is helping chief um on because there's other spartans there now you know um they're yeah. doing their own shit and but we're only following the chief i think it'd be cool to follow these other guys and see what's going on and then they then they'll hear about the chief's exploits and then maybe they'll like season finales you know like like what boba fett did you have the character everybody wants to see the mandalorian in boba fett's case versus you know or the master chief in this case and have them do like a mission together and people are like oh man i wish the chief got his own show right and you just never do it you just always leave the fans wanting more because guess what the chief does have his own show it's the fucking games play those you know yeah. uh, that that's my opinion. That's how I'd want to do it. That's why. That's why I like, people like, who just want like the books, just put those, make that. Yeah. Uh, see, I think that's the so, laziest thing, and I think. Yeah, that's, but like, I still think that's probably better than what we got overall. Is like, I have like a lazy book adaptation that's like semi faithful with like slight liberties here and there to like make it better for screen, and yeah. just like. Uh, made up adventures like with like random uh, characters that we haven't seen before. It's like, this isn't actually like, this is like, you know, a puppet, not the person that the character that we know, like type of thing. It's yeah. like, this is like, a, a new, this is basically like you slotted in like your own characters and plot your own generic sci-fi fantasy into like an existing universe. And it's like falling apart on like every level. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, I it can it, be it, done. It can work. Yeah, I just think yeah. like the people behind it have no, no skill to make it work. So that's fair, yeah. man. That's what it is. But uh, <laughs> near the end of the episode, but fuck it, let's get to the point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anti cheats ruining so your Linux plane experience, dude. Yeah, it's not even ruining it. It's just something that I I I thought about. Um, the Aim Fortress Two unplayable and, right now. The anti-cheat like rhetoric um, online is growing once again, and it's kind of like of, of the Steam Deck and uh, and in the VR world, uh, VR chat has uh, implemented easy anti-cheat. It's or was crazy it how much but... people want like Valve to clamp down on the Steam Deck. They're like they own everything now. You can have like hardware level verification to make sure nobody's cheating on it. To like bake it into the kernels of like every every Steam Deck you put out to make sure nothing's going on. Oh yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> People um, are going nuts, dude. So here's here's my my thing on it. Um, as an indie indie dev, avid right? achiever, oh. as, a, as, an, <laughs> as an indie dev, um, at the point of if you're an indie dev and you're making a multiplayer game, it is a necessary evil 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Before all this, have you ever cheated in a game? No. Do no. you ever download like any hacks, small hacks, bots? No, never. Uh, I think also, but I've pl- uh, most multiplayer games that I got really into, I've tried to play it competitively as well. Right. You know, there's no, it's always been my skill versus everything else. You know, um, uh, never. Have I did I the, a little, anything. a little botting back in the day. A little botting, like what kind of? Yeah, botting? just farming some stuff that I needed like, for my like main gold, character. Gold bots or something, or gold. No, farms? it was it was more a little bit of gold, a little bit of items, but it was for like my main account, uh, so I could play at the same time, type of thing. Oh, so you made uh, a mule? Yeah, yeah, I made like okay. a bot mule to like, uh, and then I also made like a heal, like a, a, a mage to heal me. Yeah, dude, it's back <laughs> way back in the day. I was like, I did a little bit there, uh, very briefly. I didn't get caught. I did not uh, get banned. I didn't sell like the accounts or the gold or anything, but uh, mm-hmm. I did use those materials. So they, let me it ask was, you. Let it me was ask pretty you this. sweet. This is, this is the big. This is a big thing. It was great. <laughs> Nothing feels. It's like Christmas every morning, dude. Where you have some robots farming for you, dude. Like you wake up, you're like, looks like I made twenty thousand gold last night in bed. What are you guys doing? This uh, Sigma male grind set, dude. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Just you know. <laughs> Um, how's that rooting the game for anybody else bro did you pvp uh yeah all right there it is all right i was already a high level pvp player before this though so did it help there's no probably there's no there's no choice there's no chance of you proving that you're a high level pvp player before that though okay once you cheat you're you're, it's 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 your whole record that yep you have to strip me of all the championships everything take all the trophies uh, like cheating in single up. player is one of those things where it's your own experience. So who gives a shit, right? If you yeah. if you want to like mod or like put on shit, God mode and Doom, I know. did that for Half Life Alex. I uh, cheated there because like I got to the point where I was like throwing things and like the throwing wasn't reading correctly, and it's the part where you had to like uh, get that guy to go like to wherever Jeff. you threw an object. Yeah, yeah. my name is Jeff. Uh, yeah. So I was throwing things for him, and like it wasn't. Like I'd go to throw and it would just drop it by my feet and it would just come and kill me. And about like the eighth time that happened, I'm like, all right, man, fuck this. I'm gonna just turn on God mode and just walk past this part. And then you I turned I mean? uh, turned it back uh, off after that. But uh, yeah, like you gave me, you sent me like a link to a tutorial, like read how to properly throw things in VR. I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm just gonna throw on some God mode real quick and walk by Jeff's ass, dude. <laughs> fuck it. <sighs> Like I watched now, like a YouTube I've video. You play, I've seen you play VR and you throw things just fine now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, it takes time to. That was like yeah, one of the first it. VR games I, yeah. I played. Uh, but yeah, it was like actively hurting my fun. But it's like a single player game, and it wasn't yep. like impeding yep. anybody else's fun. So here's the thing: I think that, confirmed that cheater here over here, we, dude. We have we have the problem because we both we both play games, we both make games, right? I've yeah. I've never tried making a multiplayer centric game, but I think that if I did and say that game blows up right i would be doing the people who are enjoying the game a disservice if i did not implement anti-cheat yeah especially it has like competitive aspects yeah uh, the people you piss off are less than the people who feel vindicated by by you doing something to stopping cheating you know i and and you know like and then let's go to drm Uh, oh let's get your your opinions on cheating real quick I think it becomes more of like a gray area because now we have basically like legal cheats like pay, with pay to win aspects where it's like if you're making like a, let's say mobile game and it like blows up, 
uh, and there's competitive aspects and like, you have parts of your game that people can like pay to like boost their character or get like better draws at gear or character, like your gotcha pulls, uh, is, I, I feel like it's almost like a form of cheating, but like you're not quite right. Like it's a built-in mechanic. That's when the, what's the within, within the game though. Like the developers yeah. built that in. Yeah. Like well, like even like uh, MMOs. Like when I you know started, uh, you couldn't buy gold, but now like World of Warcraft offers like where you can just use real cash to buy gold from them directly. So it's like before that was considered cheating. Uh, if you had like your mule helping you out carrying items for you or picking up your gold for you, uh, but now it's like not cheating if you give the developer $20, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, uh, so I think it becomes like a weirder great, especially with every game now that comes out has some sort of, uh, cash mechanic in it where you pay money to get something out of the game and not necessarily items. Cause like some games do it well, like league of legends where it's just like a skin or something. Yep. So it's the, yep. it doesn't actively change your experience or a competitive experience. But then there's games like, uh, you know, I love the game like Summoner's War, but that's like, there's a lot of pay-to-win mechanics in that where you can uh, draw more summons or like get your ruins and rescribe those ruins. And they're like, hey, $99, you could get like a legendary ruin right now. Do you get a legendary, legit legendary ruin set, bro? Come on. I'm like, no, man, stop. Don't you tempt me with a good time. But then it's like, it it almost kills the fun of the game though, too. Like if you're... uh, there was like that guy going around making the rounds where he paid like a hundred thousand in Diablo Immortal and like he can't find a match now because he's like the best. He won. He literally won the game. Like nobody's like in his elo because he like paid to win basically. Yeah. Uh, but if he had used like uh, you know some third party means to do the exact same thing, that would have been considered cheating. But like it's not if you pay the company to get those things. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. <laughs> it, it it does. It does. And I think that that delves down into um like the korean method um so korean gaming market's a little different than the western gaming market because like pay to win stuff in korea is considered fair um yeah because like they work long hours they like their government notoriously just like curfews their time for playing games so you're not going to advance as much as someone with a bunch of time right so so they have pay to win aspects to level you up and things like that to keep speeds up the game for you the problem is culturally like here in the west like we just have more time to play games and it just and we have a bigger population as well so then whales versus like the everyone else it just it starts the balance starts tipping in like the whale's favor it's like okay so this hat guy has like a, a pay to win sword that you can't there's nothing in the free to play thing that will match it so i have to also buy this sword so then it creates an arms race that way i think that arms race <laughs> I, I think unscrupulous devs um benefit from this i think like things like take two interactive and stuff love shit like that and it just yeah. like a lot of that stuff doesn't fly in the west the end i think like the publishers would love if it did um mobile gaming will never be like um standard gaming because of the pay-to-win aspects um, i mean you know if you look at like what they're doing with game pass with like halo like they added in like a bunch of almost cash shop-esque things and we're like we're upset that they don't have more of it. We're like, we don't really see the benefit of giving you money because we're not getting enough cash uh, style stuff from uh, what we're paying, like in a battle pass. Zero, you know? zero parts of that though. Alter the game. Yeah. It's all cosmetic. It's cosmetic stuff for I now. Th- yeah. Yeah. I think that cosmetics 
are fine. I think at this point in 2022, in a game development cycle, that uh, paid cosmetics are a necessary evil to keep the lights on for developer studios and to keep your your the game you love supported. Um, I think certain games like The Cycle Frontiers, for example, um, I absolutely love the development team behind that Jaeger Interactive. Um, they made one of, one of the best criminally underrated action games of all time in spec ops the line and i am happy that they have a game that is doing gangbusters um and their orum shop uh it's all cosmetic like i I think we're both on the same page overall where mm -hmm. it's like uh we don't necessarily mind like pay mechanics in a game that help cosmetically or change up things uh i think we both agree that like when it gets to altering gameplay uh, where it's like if you can buy gold, I think that's uh, goes more towards the dark side. It's less gray there, yeah. uh, where because like you said, it's like well, you know, did you use those items to help you win in like your PvP after that? And it's like yeah, well, it's like well, you fucking cheated, bro. But like yeah. if I had paid you know uh, NCSoft the like twenty bucks uh, and yeah. like got it from them, you're like well, that's fine. That's part of the game, bro. Yeah, you know, put up or shut up. Uh, and then it gets a little bit. I, I, I think do that's think like you should have that been gets, put in a different in a different PvP like arena though a different server yeah, yeah if you if yeah. you paid for your for your goods like I mean they don't I mean, even do that in World of Warcraft that's the point of being a whale bros to eat the minnows yeah. bro I know, I know. <laughs> it's not for me uh, but yeah and then when it like it goes off from there I think it's when you start actually altering the game where you can see opponents through walls uh, you have like aim uh, assist where you can shoot people around corners or uh, lock snap to heads type of thing. I think like everybody basically agrees. Like now you're basically ruining everybody else's fun at that point. Like maybe it's fun for you to like do that. Uh, that's, you know, you're like, LOL, this is funny. I like seeing people rage, uh, but you know, it doesn't feel great for the other person who's out there raging. Uh, and I've heard the same argument for that as well, that valve should open up like a cheat server for people who want to use cheats and just let people who have cheats play other people who have cheats. Uh, and then like somebody in the comments was like, and then they can monitor and figure out how to like cheat bust everybody else. <laughs> like, uh, you know, find, find out what cheats people are using and figure out how to, you know, stop other people from cheating. Uh, but yeah, so I, I wanted to cover the that before we go. It, it, it puts, it puts, uh, the cheaters on an even playing field, which is what they don't want. Yeah. So they're just going to like creep in to, it's you know, regular matches. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think if you're making a game, you definitely need to consider like uh, everybody's general level of fun, and then like like the gray area, and then that would work goods into like more of like a dark area. Like I think it's gonna be a little bit different for everybody else. Like I think as soon as you start infringing on other players' fun, like you should consider like, do I need to parse this game out to like have like uh, people who are paying to win, <laughs> like have like their own little you know sandbox to play, or do I need to like have it where other people who aren't paying to win have like some sort of mechanic in there to help boost them up as well? That way it like makes more of an even playing field where it's like every X amount of dollars, like, you know, like some sort of massive prize pool comes out for everybody who, uh, you know, didn't pay money. Yeah. Uh, and then people who pay money are like, you're actively punishing me, but it's like, no nah, man, I'm helping you because you're not going to have any competition if everybody sucks, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's definitely ways about it, but I think most bigger businesses don't really consider the general population. They're just like chasing the whales, chasing the Leviathans out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. I, 
we're, we're nearing the end of the time, so we might not have enough time this to talk the... about the uh, tutorials and stuff this episode. We'll do it next episode. Yeah, for it's sure. Fine. I do think that's a bigger, bigger, bigger talk than what's allowed here. Um, final thoughts on on cheating here. I'm not for it. Um, I I think no How parts do you feel of about it. Third party uh, vendors like anti cheat software that you can uh, license out. Because I know, like, Unity has some options. I think yep. Game Maker might have some stuff Game in Maker there. Game Maker has a $20, like, uh, it's like GF anti-cheat or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's made by a community member and then paid. I think that those things are a necessary evil. Because if the developers are tasked with making the game, marketing the game, uh, supporting the game after, right? And also doing anti-cheat functionality like that's that's too much you can't you you absolutely have to have a dedicated team to deal with cheats if you have yeah. a multiplayer game um so i think these third-party things are necessary and yeah, the bare minimum the yeah bare minimum i think the problem with the third-party things too is yes they have a dedicated team for it but you know, people still have to get paid at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So it's it's such a it's such a tough thing to do, man. Um, I think it's I think it's better than before, you know. But the problem with gaming's gotten more popular as well. Because I'm like I'm like thinking back to like Unreal Tournament Quake Three, right? I'm like I don't remember. Like Punkbuster seemed to work pretty well. I'm like no, Punkbuster fucking sucked because <laughs> I remember like yeah. a bunch of cheaters being in. But also like community like mods and stuff like that. Um, what you can vote kick players out, or there's typically a mod on the server to kick cheaters out and ban them and stuff like that. I think the advent of matchmaking, which kind of was glorified from the Xbox era, I think matchmaking is fantastic because it's no fuss, no muss. You don't have to go through a server browser to pick a server. You just click play and then you get matched up together, right? Works great. But that also led to cheating being harder to control because you don't have a server moderator looking at an individual match going, oh, something's up with this person. They're fucking cheating. Let me ban them. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think <sighs> there's no real good answer to it. I don't like it. Uh, when single player, who gives a shit? That's that's my that's my take on it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, you know, how if... People want to make their own fun that way, make their own fun that way. Um, but I think the devs who embrace it and have like a cheat mode, like you could unlock cheats in it, I think they get it. I think they get that yeah, games are like Celeste. Yep, yep, yep. So a bunch of games. You just have like a don't, I don't want to die mode. You can just like go yep. through the game. You know? Yep, yep, yep. So I think I think some, some get it. Uh, certain games that I don't think would ever have it, like a Contra or something. If Contra had them, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know? <laughs> Konami code, bro. What are you talking well, about? This is one of the OG cheats. Well, remember though, that wasn't like publicly available. That was just the developer dev code to get through yeah. their own game. I put but, that same code in my. Uh, I put it in my dice games game. Too. I put it in my <laughs> game too. Uh, <laughs> you get to the shop screen yeah, on there. Just uh, throw in the Contra. Code. How seventh gen developers dealt with that, where they still had cheats in the game, but you wouldn't get achievements for using cheats. I think that's the perfect balance. Truly. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that having a closed ecosystem helps prevent a lot of stuff. Like, you know, people talking about like the steam deck or stuff. Cheats definitely went down when uh, the home consoles came to market at first. Cause it's like, you had to be uh, some kind of maniac to be like, All right, I'm going to go in here and mod this hardware to like, be able to like, uh, you know, inject some sort of uh, code into the game to help me play better. Yeah. Uh, I know things have gotten uh, a lot easier now with like uh you know people making hardware 
uh, that you can just like purchase online that like helps you out with like aims or whatever else. Uh, they got thing. They got like real time video that like looks at your screen and then like will like adjust your reticle for you like on your controller. But at certain points, like you're not even playing. Like you're yeah. watching, you're literally watching somebody else play the game for you. Uh, yeah. And you know, just you know, you go to Twitch. And, you know. Watch our boy Intoxicated Fable there. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> see some high-level World of Tanks play, you don't need to cheat. You just watch the God-tier aimer god. True. Tank true. sniper. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dude, you're right, you're right. I think I'm not for it. I think as an indie dev, we have to be aware of it, though. You know, yeah. same thing with piracy. You know, we didn't really talk about that much, but it's something we have to be aware of. I think, yeah. do you think, I think we got five minutes to touch on DRM? I think it comes down to the same line of thinking is like, you only have so much time to work on preventing piracy or cheating. And the pirates and cheaters have infinite time and money to develop ways to, you know, break your game open. So eventually it is going to happen. Uh, I think I agree with you where you're, as a developer, if it's like a single player game or something, you should embrace it a bit more and add in a way to get those features. I know like a lot of people who are like hobby level or indie level game makers have like uh, games that they'll put out and they'll be like, hey man, if you sold this game, like, you know, I, I get it. Like I used to not have money either. Like, you know, please follow me on social media or like, you know, uh, buy our next game and you're coming about with better financial circumstances. I'm glad that you're yep. enjoying the game. You know, th- you know, th- uh, thanks for playing type of thing. But you know, like, it'll randomly interrupt. So I, I think uh, independent studios are more embracive of that culture. I think big corporations like have zero tolerance, still zero tolerance policy for it, uh, where they'll like break your game or possibly your hardware, like if you, uh, you know, try and steal some shit from them at this point in the game. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's weird, man. It's it's hard. It's hard to do. It is tough. Um... I'm curious. Especially like the more popular you are, I'm you know. The people who don't like like the DRM and stuff. I get like intrusive DRM or stuff that's more like spyware, right? I get not liking it. I don't like it either, right? But on the other hand, what would you do? What what what's the other what's the alternative? You know, just yeah. let your game get stolen, you know? That's it's I mean, they're dealing with this even at the Library of Congress right now, bro, where like the Library of Congress is getting sued because they were like, oh, you gave out digital copies of uh, these books and games during the pandemic. And it's like, yeah, bro. (laughs) And they're like, well, you can't do that. And they're like, well, you know, it's the same thing as checking out a book, basically, but it's a digital version. And they're like, ah, this is bullshit. Pay us. (laughs) So even libraries are dealing with this. So we're going to need, you know. I think it's a, it's a case of technology advancing faster than like the laws and stuff can yeah. keep up, you know. It's so, the letter of the law, but not the spirit of the law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, some food for thought, guys. So uh, like ending it here, I think. Like, uh, share, subscribe. Don't cheat, you fuckers. <laughs> we'll kick your ass, dude. <laughs> out right. of the game. Out of uh, our... Christian Minecraft server. Watch Intoxicated Fable play World of Tanks. I'm Mr. Gimpy. Hit You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. We out. Peace.